following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Producers. Following podcast is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle makes quality beard and grooming products for the modern man who likes to look good while raiding the countryside. Visit their website, thebeardstruggle.com, to scope out their awesome product line and use promo code JAWS20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. The Beard Struggle, because everyone looks better with a beard. Lights, camera, podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am the Wizard of Jaws, joined as always by the Quote King, Austin Calm. Austin, what's going on, buddy? Good morning, buddy. How are we doing? Oh, I am living the dream. How about you? Oh, I wish it wasn't snowing, you know, and the temperature is more than 31 degrees. In yeah, it was really nice to be out in the sun. (laughs) I was out in the sun yesterday. It was cold when we got out there and windy, but then the wind lightened up, the, the sun came out, and by the time we were done, I'm pretty sure I'm sunburned. So, uh, and now Listen, here we I, are back to the dreary, snowy, crappy dog days I, of spring. I try to always, I try to always remember that meme that's on Facebook that it was like the air in Buffalo hurts my face. <laughs> Why do I live in an area of the world where the air hurts my face? And then like the bottom half of it is like scorpions, rattlesnakes, hurricanes, floods, typhoon. You know, like oh. You know what? The air's not so bad. I'm not going to worry about a scorpion like crawling in my bed at night. All these videos are like somebody opened their screen door and there's a flipping alligator like on their back porch. Like, I don't have to deal with any of that. I'm kind of okay with it. And I don't have to worry about like my house like blowing away. Or mudslides or, you know, the state you live in breaking off into the ocean. (laughs) Everyone's everyone's got some crap that they deal with no matter where they live with. Ours just happens to be some lousy cold weather. Yeah, generally speaking, for the most part, I can just shovel my way out of the crap that we live in. Um, I don't know many people that can shovel their way out of a just a yeah, just a casual mudslide. I'm just right. going to shovel myself out of a tornado. That's what I mean. They got storm sellers mm. and uh, panics. And people die. I yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine with it. It's really okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll I mean, deal. You, you can say what you want. We live in a city in in an area where the you know there's a lot of snow. The the air hurts your face, but. There are people who live in, a, in an area called Tornado Alley called that because of the amount of tornadoes that rip through their little like little plot of land every I'm year. Sure the, I'm sure the property values are really affordable, though. Maybe that's what it, what it was like going full speed. Why is the real estate market so good here? Well, it may not be there tomorrow, so the prices are pretty affordable. So that's just what we're dealing with. Yeah, like these people like bury their houses like they literally like bury their like whether it's a double wide or you know they, they build their house underground just because it's safer Listen, whatever you gotta do right? <laughs> I, I, I get it i don't begrudge I, I anybody feel, for doing what they have to i feel like the easy answer there would be not live in a place called tornado alley but what do i know i live in buffalo 
So uh, that's neither here nor there. What we are digressed right from the get go here. I don't think that is that is a common debauchery start right there. That's what that is. There you go. Um, So we we are are talking about one of one of my favorite comedies. I I, I love this movie. Uh, yeah, big fan. We are talking about Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Uh, life by the ball. Uh, right. So, and like, and my whole thing is, I think this movie kind of, and I know he's done other things like this, but it kind of introduced Vince Vaughn as a comedic actor. That to I, this point, he was very serious all the time. And this movie, like, I think he's the funniest part of the movie. I mean, really, he's the main guy. There's a slew of, of main characters, but it kind of focuses on him and his gym. Right. But I mean, it's I, fantastic between this and then Wedding Crashers. And it, it just it went from there where he really spread his wings into the comedy world I, I and was fantastic. Really one of the ones where he was like. The main guy, too, where like, like Wedding Crashers, there's the two of them. Sure. Know, he was in uh, old school. That's a group of people. and He was kind of a main guy. Right. Like, like one, is, one, one of four or five. Right. Yeah. Like he like, yes, Ben Stiller's in this and Rip Torn is in this. But like, it's about him. Like, he's the guy. He's the spearhead of the movie who then has his ragtag group about him. Right. You know, and then obviously Ben Stiller being White Goodman being the uh, the foil to Vince Vaughn's tin, I guess. <laughs> he's made that up as I don't know. That one just came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think everybody's following you. I'm not 100% positive, but I think everyone's following you. I hope so. But yeah, no, I, I love this. But really, the, the cast, uh, really from across the board, I think is pretty good. Uh, I think Justin Long is the the unsung hero. Oh, my God. This yeah. movie. And, and, and really, all of them have snippets of like things that make me want to cry laughing. But the, just just the montage of of him in the beginning when they're like putting the dodgeballs in the jugs machine. And they're just rifling at him, like trying to get him to catch. And he's just hitting the face, hitting the balls, hitting the face, hitting the face, hitting the balls. Like and he's like on the ground. Like it's 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 slapstick comedy. Like there's it's very simplistic. Of, oh, like, yeah. Well, of course, getting hit in the face with a dodgeball or the nuts is funny. Like that, it's right. It, tale tale as old as time, as far as that goes. But his his mannerisms are too damn funny when he's just getting berated and pelted with dodgeballs. Well, and his his entire story is great. Like <clears throat> wants to be on the cheerleading team has a huge crush on the lead cheerleader like whole nine yards and then they show him coming to the tryout and they make him go with like the super heavy overweight girl who like falls splits first on his face and just the potty humor that is involved there the whole thing's just hilarious right like i said i I think everybody's got one of their like favorite part like everybody's got us like i said a snippet that really makes me laugh so like the 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 loser guy gordon who's yeah. always, he's got glasses and he's always got his pants all hiked up like that and he's got his mail order bride who like hates his guts she keeps giving him like the, the loser sign on her forehead and he's like oh for love <laughs> it's so it's so simplistic there's nothing really crazy about it but it makes me laugh every time that i do it to my wife all the time like i just put my head on my forehead and she's like why would you do that and i'm like what are you talking about oh for love and she just rolls her eyes and walks away this is what i make the wife endure this is this is our lives this is the, the and the best part about that is like Stephen Root who plays Gordon, he was, um, what's his name in Office Space? Oh, Milton, yeah. Yes, I, I kept wanting to say Melvin. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> no, Milton, I, was like, I still miss the player. Like, yeah, but which, said, which shows large, the large depth of this on the, margar- on the margarita. That, like that shows the depth of this dude's ability to play two totally different types of nerd. 
<laughs> right? They're they're the same, but they're way different. They are two different sides of the same coin. Like for like early on, early on in the in, in the movie, like like, oh hey Peter, good day, huh? You know, uh, just gonna hit some glutes here today, and then maybe uh, maybe do a full body workout and get a little cardio in, and like, yep, gotta, yep, gotta, great, gotta great keep the body guessing, keep the body guessing, you know, shock some glutes, you know, get get the body guessing, totally fine. Oh man, Steve the pirate. What a- I, I think so. Again, I, my again randomness, but again, his that the buddy of his, the guy who plays Owen, is like, hey, we're Steve the pirate. There's a guy on our team who's dressed like a pirate, and it's like an hour and fifty minutes in the movie. Like, there's no way he doesn't know who Steve the pirate is. He goes, come on, man, Steve the pirate, scurvy, Steve the nothing, nothing. I don't know, man. I don't. There's nobody on the team dressed like a pirate. <laughs> He's been like there the entire time. Right. And then at the end of the movie, like the payoff to that joke is he shows up, like cut his hair, clean cut, not in pirate garb. And he's like, hey, look, it's Steve, hey, the, look, pirate. Steve like, the pirate. Right? Really? <laughs> uh, listen, so I think of all the people we've talked about, and I'm going to go right for the juggler on this one, is that I, I, my favorite person from this movie, I think no question, is Jason Bateman as Pepper Brooks, who's just the announcer during the dodgeball tournament at the end. We're like literally every time he opens his mouth, I end up laughing my ass off. <laughs> like having something crazy go down on the dodgeball court, and he yells up, "Pepper needs new shorts!" and he's just freaking out. <laughs> that saying the most random things imaginable. So, and and that that's a tandem thing because like Gary Cole playing Cotton McKnight is like he seems like your consummate professional play by play guy, right? So like he's trying to do like the Joe Buck. Where he just, you know, he just says what's happening on the field. And like, oh, and in a strange turn of events, it looks like average Joe's gym will be forfeiting the championship round. And then he comes in. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, just, he just like turns and looks at him like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a Peter Lafleur dodgeball death. Right. Peter Lafleur is blindfolding himself. He will not be able to see very well with that on Cotton. <laughs> And he's, it's like dead silence. He's just like staring at him. Like, I don't know what to do with this information. Uh, like, you know, the, the, the menage a trois of dodgeball death or whatever. Like, you just have to pay extra for that kind of action, Cotton. <laughs> like, just- right. Or like the, he, he throws he throws a dodgeball into the crowd and it like hits some fan and the hot dog and the ham that he was flying. Like, and it looks like he's seriously injured. He goes, there's a souvenir for some lucky fan. And the guy's like dead, like in the crowd, not, not getting up. I think easily my... My favorite character, who's not even in it for all that long or all that much, is Patches O'Houlihan, played by Rip Torn. First off, the guy's name is Rip Torn. Right? Seriously, I mean, like, I would, I haven't Googled it, but I want to know, like, is that your real name, or because it's it screams stage name to me? Right. Rip Torn. Like, did your parents do that on purpose, or or like, like I don't know to do this information. Like, it is like was Rip your nickname growing up, and? Right, your first name's Ripley, so you went by Rip, and then like, okay, well, like my name is Rip Bodishlavovich. No, that's not going to work in Hollywood. Rip Torn, perfect. Like, who knows? Texas, but uh, no, no, Elmer Rudolph Torn. I mean, so that is just that's his father's maiden name. That's just that's what it is. So he just went with his father's maiden name. His his father's name. (laughs) So he just went with Rip to be, uh, you know, not Elmer. Well, I'm sorry. So that that's uh, yeah, Elmer. Rural Torn Jr. Oh. So so he's a junior, right? So day. he I probably mean, went by Rip so they didn't confuse him and the old man, right? Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Listen, I think it worked out for him. 
like, yeah, successful listen, change of for the nickname. That is that is one that's two thumbs up. But like, so the reason that that patches O'Houlihan is like kind of kind of hits home for me is he. It, it's that thing that like we talk about in like on the show all the time. You know the would this movie be made present day? Well, he's this old school like dodgeball stud from what like the sixties. Uh, yeah, going way back. I mean, Yo, the he's, video like, that the, they watch is, is a black and white training video that you'd see in school about like the, the miracle of life. Yeah, like bomber jacket. He's got the uh, like the towel over his neck and tucked into the collar of the of the of the jacket. And it's like he's an aviator. Like you would think he was an old school fighter pilot. But that's yeah, kind of how that comes. He's got that like us. classic all American look to him, like the short, high and tight, like the like the all American like Johnny the quarterback type look to him in this movie and like but you know he's sitting there and he's like in the video isn't he like smoking a cigarette talking to the kid i mean kind kind of like always yeah he's just very like like i don't care yeah like he's no longer when they meet him as as a full girl oh not that he's not an adult in the the informational video but when they see him he's like confined to a wheelchair oh yeah he he, can't do anything he's super crass he is beyond the don't give a (laughs) he don't care about oh yeah and and that's the best part is like he is this like transplant from that time who says and does things that like the cast of this, it's 2004 that like the, the whole cast is sitting there. The whole cast of characters, I should say is like, wait, you're going to throw wrenches at us. You can, you can dodge, dodge a wrench, wrench. You can dodge a ball. Like, and then he whoop, boom and blasts Justin long in the face of the wrench. <laughs> well, and, and so like, would this movie get made today? So, I think they'd have to change most of his lines. Somebody like Justin Long raising his hand and him going queer bag when he calls on him, like <laughs> <laughs> things you cannot do. <laughs> that is not okay to do. Talk, talking <laughs> about uh, Christine Taylor's character, Kate, like that can throw. Right, like, right, right. Basically, and, like, her and, lesbian. And, and the running lesbian joke about her, where like at the very end, he's like, So you, you are a lesbian. And she's like, No, I'm bisexual. I'm bisexual. And she like brings peter in with like to make out with her girlfriend and her like it just that definitely like that that's hey, very hey man i told you she was a lesbian wow good call <laughs> i did not see that coming right and like hey i am not a lesbian like and it, it's just one of those things that again could could not be done in that way in this time like right. that, that I, is, well it came out 17 years ago 18 i mean years this ago? i mean this movie is like hit the hit the nail on the head 2004 like humor it, it right. just it just is like this was back when like things that you could like things that i wouldn't even dare say on this podcast were just everyday vernacular for people in high school and middle school like m- like jokingly mocking friends right and now, like you know, can't say that nope can't say that like and so you'd have to change a lot of the dialogue. The movie as a whole, I think, I think could stay. And I think you could find a way to make it almost as good. But right. like, I don't, I don't know how much you could flower up patches and still make him patches. Right. It, it's, it's who he is as a character, you know, like that's, that's just innately him. He's supposed to be crashed and like, not very PC like that. That's just, yeah, he, point, it looks like he was plucked out of that old time zone or time frame and put into 2004. But he's the same guy. You know what I mean? Like he just was plucked and then put into a situation where people are like, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I would not have thrown around. 
French at somebody. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like they disagree with them at every turn. And I like I think of like like so Ben Stiller it, when uh, Christine Taylor, who I, is funny in Atlanta, is his wife, which I just think is funny in real right. life. Um, I mean, good for Ben Stiller. He married Marsha Brady. I mean, come on, that's a W right there. But uh, when she comes to visit, he he's got the the spandex shorts on with like the gym, like kind of like a, the wrestling onesie, but he inflates his crotch. <laughs> like he sticks a pump on it and like blows it off. Like, you know I mean? like, oh my it's, God. It's, it's so random. Well, then he's and, reading the dictionary. I was like, are you reading the dictionary? Yeah. I like to break a mental sweat too. Okay. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> let's do, let's do that. That's fine. Whatever. Like, all right. Well, yeah, because, and I mean, the whole thing is, you know, he, and then this is another whole thing of like why you would need to, doctor the script a little bit is the whole like self fat shaming that he does and then like you know just the way he uh he acts around other people who aren't in shape and like his whole thing was he got in great shape because he was fat and he hated himself and then at the very end of the movie like i won that tournament right and he's huge in the fat suit again yeah and like chuck norris yeah and there's like he's just like gorging on food and like he does he does like a dance like my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard or something like that doesn't oh, oh no no playing with his man boobs no 100 yeah. that that's our that's how the movie ends that's yeah. the post and like post credits thing that they give us just one, one really, of the best really ones fun. ever might i add Not, and that's and so if you ranked all those like nine of the top 10 would be like marvel movies and then the, the one would be ben stiller in a fat suit doing dancing to my hobs like in the, in the playing with his man boobs in a fat right. suit <laughs> what you get like is, is utterly ridiculous on so many levels and again every time i laugh that it, and i know it's coming and i look forward to it and i cry laughing every time oh my god this <laughs> so gary cole and jason bateman had to keep redoing their voice recordings for the dodgeball matches because the matches themselves changed during the shoots because you can't like when Always you ever do a shoot, it's like every throw is different, right? Like you're never going right. to the exact same throw the exact same way. So they had to keep redoing what they were doing. How many people you think like threw their arms out while they were filming this? I, don't and, know. I, I know this sounds stupid, but like we played dodgeball in college. I, I mean, three, four times a week. Oh I can tell you, I, I suffer at shoulder pain from whipping dodgeballs at people no. for o- over an hour straight taking 70 80 throws and throwing as hard as you could with really not a heavy ball. So, you know what I mean? So I can't imagine like having to, to your point, just redoing these shoots because, Oh, Hey, like it went differently or, or, or Hey, Oh, we didn't get it. We got to go again. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of. Yeah. He, stuff uh, around. I, I mean, I even remember like the, cause specifically the balls we used in Fredonia for dodgeball, they were so light. Like it crushed my elbow. My elbow was killing me. Well, you know what the thing is, too? So and, and now we were idiots uh, back in the day, but here you are. Um, you always wanted the ball that was slightly underinflated so that you could you didn't have to throw it with your whole hand. You could pinch like the skin of the ball and it allows you to get extra whip on it for throwing. Right. And really, and, it, and if you snapped it hard enough, you could basically like throw a curveball where it would look like it was coming at your stomach and then it would dive to your legs and it would hit you in the feet or something or the shins and you'd be out. Cause you're not trying to throw at somebody's chest anyways. Right. It's, it's literally this. What's our team motto? Aim low. Absolutely. <laughs> like that. That's the whole thing. So 
like I, I don't know how many times the actors had to throw, but I can tell you, I, I sympathize if anything well, suffered uh, arm I'm, issues. I'm also curious of like, because they sounded like those Gator Ball or like the like those kick like I mean the kickball right like the the one we all grew up playing with in, in right. school. Uh, well, so and they they played with like to your point kickballs. So when we played dodgeball, they were like the foam with like the thin rubber coating on them. Where like if you squeezed them, they had a little air hole in them that you could deflate it to nothing. Do you know what I mean? They like were the, smaller. That's what we grew up playing with. That's right. not what we used in college. No, no, correct. But I'm just saying, like, so what when we were younger, that was those were not dodgeballs. They're playing essentially playing with kickballs. Right. What we just what we played kickball in the in the outside in during gym class. Yeah, those, that, those that's red, their dodgeball. Yeah, like it had that like boom kind of like sound to you're it, like right, that weird right, like boing. Right. That would right. That's yeah. they play with kickballs, which I feel like is funnier. It, the sound of rubber hitting skin is more comedic. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I was watching a video the other day, which I, probably subconsciously why I chose this movie. Um, Justin Long was on The Rich Eisen So, and he does Hollywood True or False. Okay. So he like, I, honestly, I, some, I think he rumors he's heard and he reads their IMDB page to just really check accuracy. And Justin Long was on the show. So they were talking sports and he's a big fan of whatever, but um, they asked him about dodgeball and they said that he had gotten hit however many times. And one of the times the, the wrench, which was a, a, a fake prop still like gashed his forehead open Oh yeah, and he needed, and he needed stitches. So like he had to refrain from getting hit with dodgeballs for a period of time because the, the wrench had gashed his forehead open. And the funny thing was that, he talks about the, the humor zones, the getting hit in the face, getting hit in the crotch is what they were aiming for, for, right. for that effect. So for like a half an hour, they're just like feeding balls into this jugs machine at, at a pretty high speed. And he's just getting wailed in the face, wailed in the crotch, wailed in the face. And then he's on the ground and they're aiming at the ground while he's on the ground and like hitting him again and again and again. And he took it like a champ. He said it was great. It was a couple of times they like he was, they didn't let me drive home from the studio that day. They thought I was concussed. He goes, he goes, and really he goes, then the funny thing was, he goes, I leave. He goes, and Vince Vaughn shows up to basically do the same thing. They're going to get a montage of him just like, you know, getting hit, dodging, moving hit his plucky comic relief. He was the first one comes out of the jugs machine and he like moves out of the way of it. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa guys, somebody's going to get hurt here. That's way too fast. Like we got to slow that down. And they were like, um, Justin literally was in here for a half an hour and got hit 37 times. And the first one came at you and you said, we got to slow it down for somebody who's, who's six, six, 265 pounds. You're really, we kind of whisked out on that one because Justin Long's the scrawny little nothing kid. And he took 37 shots to the head and crotch. It took well, like and, a man. And there, there's your difference between a fairly established Hollywood actor and a young kid trying to stay on the scene. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, the reputation of being hard to work with. I don't want people looking at me and be like, yeah, man, we were trying to do always all he was doing was getting hit with dodgeballs and he just couldn't do it. Like just nothing. Like he was nope, this, I'm I'm just gonna sit here and take my abuse and like do what I gotta do because I want to be in Hollywood. And Vince Vaughn's like, whoa, 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 guys, blue fire. I don't even, I don't even know what that means. Like I'm trying to think. So it wasn't it was I would say his probably biggest movie early early on. No, I mean, he was in, so he was in Galaxy Quest, another movie, which I absolutely love, but we can save that for a future episodes because I love that movie. Um, Jeepers Creepers, a weird horror movie. I don't know. And they had Jeepers Creepers 2. I mean, uh, maybe his biggest to that point was Crossroads or Britney Spears, which I mean, lucky son of a, I mean, right. <laughs> that's I, that would maybe his biggest role to that point. And then really dodgeball kind of sparked it up from there. 
And I feel like it kind of took off that. I mean, he, not that he's the main guy, but I definitely, he did accept it a couple years later. And people don't realize that he was, uh, I'm pretty sure, I got to scroll up here. Wasn't he the voice of Alvin? No, but the chipmunks. I'm pretty sure. Now, like they sped and like heightened his voice. Right. But I'm pretty sure that he just, he did all the dialogue for that, or that I read that. Well, Struggling with the I reading. Mean, you know, and, and again, I mean, so he's trying to like make it, do it, be part of it. Like, and, you know, then you have Vince Vaughn, who's, you know, like one time, like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, you know, little, uh, little fast guy someone's gonna get hurt and like you know to the point like he he played norman bates in psycho i mean he was in sex in the city he was in zoolander old school starsky and hutch anchorman and then dodgeball like and then i mean just kind of went from there wedding crashers like i mean the man just he was already kind of established he was already known so he could be like guys <laughs> come on with this kid like no you're like the third or fourth like most important person on the good side of the story so shut up and take it kid you know what and that's kind of an interesting take on the movie in general like so who would you say is the biggest star from this movie well, so i'm sorry at the time not not what they became today but ben stiller right and so i, I thought i thought that was kind of a no-brainer as well but like as i'm looking at it i'm like what had he done prior to this movie? So like Zoolander right before. It looks like Starsky, Starsky and Hutch came out the same year. I don't know which one came out first, but like that was kind of it. Mm, let me see he was on, up. he was on, he was on friends and stuff like that. Like he had some random cameos on some stuff and I like meet the parents, meet the fuckers, like all those things, like those all came out later. Well, I mean, so he was, I mean, they had the Ben Stiller show in 92. Which I had, I did not know what that was I, until I saw it just now. I did, had no idea. <laughs> I mean, he was also oh, heavyweights. heavyweights. Yep. That, that was a big deal. Happy the Gilmore. Cable. He was the orderly for a second. Yeah. The cable guy. He was in the cable guy. Oh, that's right. But like, I mean, really none of those are. Yeah, I mean, some, there's something about Mary, super, which is probably his big one. Right. So, I mean, all right. So, so the person who's the biggest star in this movie was in, like, three movies that did well. I mean, certainly, <laughs> certainly talented. So, you know what I mean? It's not, not like he wasn't funny. Ben Stiller was in the music video for Limp Biscuits' Rollin' Air Raid Vehicle. Bentley car driver. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, like, so, so okay, I think, so, but then like Zoolander was 2001. Right. And, that was, was in, and that was kind of the ones that, that even today people go, Oh, Zoolander. I love that movie. Like he was, I mean, he was in meet the parents. Wasn't it after the fact? I don't know. He's credited. Oh, no, meet the Fockers. That's 2004. So it would have to be before that. Yeah. Meet the parents was 2000. So, I mean, he was in that he was, I mean, they're, that, they're that might be his few. biggest one to the, to that point. Yeah. So, so I think so. Right, so I think we're, we're both correct in that, that he really, that was the biggest, he's the biggest star of that movie. But I think in general, this movie kind of kicked off a lot of different people. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Or, or like a, a collection of not a listers came together and put together this movie and 
everybody contributed to make it an awesome comedy. Do you know I me? Mean? Like Hank Azaria, even being young patches of Houlihan in the dodgeball instructional video. I mean, he's, I can name a ton of stuff that he's in, but I mean, uh, people don't realize that he did and still doing like seven or eight different voices on the Simpsons. Right. That that is his main job and his main source of income is he just keeps doing Simpsons voices and he's phenomenal as a voice actor, but really didn't at that point have probably a lot of screen time. Jason Bateman was a big time childhood actor. And then I don't know, Hollywood kind of cast him off for 25 years and he finally came back around and now he's doing Ozarks or whatever. So he certainly has had a rebirth there in his career. Right. You know, William Shatner, I mean, sure. Star Trek and, and all those things, but he's in it for 90 seconds. I think maybe it's not, not. And I mean, really, if we wanted to talk like legitimately the, probably the biggest name in the movie, like to, to that point, not what they became, but what they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have to technically be ripped torn. He's been acting since the 80s or the fifties. Right. Like, I mean, Chuck, Chuck Norris. <laughs> and again, all he does is like, he say, he gives him a thumbs up and says, thank you, Peter. <laughs> and I think that's his entire dialogue. His, his sheet for the movie was like half a page. Right. <laughs> was well, and then um, was it Lance Armstrong's in the movie? Yep. Yep. We talked to him in the airport. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they got some very famous people to be in this movie. But the, 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 for a combined seven minutes of screen time for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's this, this that ragtag cast of, you know, misfits, all these underdogs that, that come together to make the dodgeball team great and also make the movie fantastic. So what, what, all right. So what would be your, your most quoted line from this movie? Cause I, I, I say stuff all the time, but what is your, what seeps into your everyday life? I guess is what I'm saying. Oh man. Putting you on the spot. Sure. are. You're going to have to give me a second to think about this one. Um, Honestly, so for me, it, I, it's it's a toss up, but no, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Okay. It's, it's anytime I get a scratch or whatever like that, or I bump myself, like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Because in my line of work, I wind up bleeding randomly all the time. Get, <laughs> get, get nicked by a chalker. You know what I mean? Like you hit a rake, weed whack it, and a rock busts me in the shins. And it's like, oh, I'm, that's a gash. No, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. So that, that winds up coming up more often than not. Um, one of mine is going to have to be the uh, the bold strategy. Right, like I, right. Bold, that, that one just comes cotton. out regularly. That's yeah, a bold strategy. See how it works out for him. Yep. Um, yep. Honestly, menage a trois of dodgeball death in situations where it does not apply. There's 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 no group of three about anything like you and I. We talk about some. Hey man, you want to go to the movies? Hell yeah, man! It's a menage a trois of dodgeball death. How about a F and A cotton? F and A. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that's, that's mode. I mean, that, those are my big ones again, L for love <laughs> with the wife. That's, that's usually, that's usually up there. It's time to separate the wheat from the chaff, the men from the boys and the awkwardly feminine from the possibly Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, oh my God. It's so it's menage a 12 pain is the actual. Quote oh, see, like I, I see, I don't, I don't even say it right. That's, that's the whole thing. Uh, is it uh, that suppressed me? I've been saying uh, the, the, that's the, it. I've been saying it wrong for twenty years. The uh, the f and Chuck no Norris man. leaks into my life. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Ouchtown, population you, bro. Ouch really, Town Pepper, Pepper Brooks just has the, the lines from this I, entire movie. Like, right. I, like I said, Jason Bateman is my one of my my favorites for this entire movie. It's he is fantastic. Like I said, everybody else has snippets, but there's a period there during that tournament where it's like a half an hour of the movie where he's got the best lines for the last, I don't know, quarter of the movie. Right. It's him. It's the it's, average he's just Jones shining. beat the Germans in a shocking upset. I feel shocked. Right. Again, the Ouchtown population, too, bro. That's pretty good, too. Also, oh, the, the German man. team getting yelled at by Hasselhoff. Oh, my God. Like, 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 they chant, Hasselhoff! And then it's at the end, and he's actually, so another just star cameo. He, apparently, David Hasselhoff's super into ESPN 8, the Ocho, and he coaches the German team in dodgeball, and he's screaming at them at the window done. Who knew? Right. That was a slew of him doing that for a lot of different things, where he just kept, like, popping up randomly for a second. Oh, yeah. You're, uh, you're talking about Hasselhoff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, no, like just random cameos and a little bit of everything for no reason. Dude, it really, and so it's, uh, kudos to, to Missy Pyle, who is really quite an attractive woman. And for her to just dress up it, with the, the unibrow and the missing teeth and the, do you know what I mean? Like the huge gaps, like they, like really. Okay, here's our thought for you. You're going to be in a movie about dodgeball. And she was like, all right, all right, I'm on board. Let's do that. And then, okay, but you're going to be, like, from a, a different country. Okay, sure. No, I can do that. I, we will do the accent, whatever. Okay, but we're going to put you in, like, Princess Leia buns. Uh, you're going to have to wear, like, fake teeth because uh, apparently they don't have dentists where you're from. And you're going to be the most deadly woman alive with a dodgeball. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> I don't know how, how many hours of makeup she sat through. Oh, my just God. getting all that set. But it's, uh, again, super funny. I like just wailing on people with dodgeballs and Justin Lemon. I think that guy might actually be dead. <laughs> like he like, like it crashes against the jukebox. Show them what you do. They got guys called Blazer, Taser, A, all kinds of aces. Oh my god! How about William Shatner as the Chancellor of Dodgeball? Well, again, so so random that like it, it would almost have to be a famous person because I feel like that always happens for some of these obscure sports. Right. That the person who's in charge is always some. And not that it's like a walkathon, but like anytime there's like that charity event, there's always that celebrity who who gives like credit to the whole ordeal. That man is William Shatner. That's very true. Which really, I mean, so can you think of anything else Shatner is in other than Star Trek? Uh, commercials. Uh, right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. Right. And like, and I know he's been an actor for 50 decades, you know, for a super long time, but I don't know hmm. like the practice. Boston he played himself Eagle. in I the mean, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. 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 Miscongeniality, who again, ironically, he's the, the, the main guy for the pageant. Like he's interviewing yeah. all the contestants. So again, like the same thing, like he's like the chancellor of the, Right, he's the CGL contest. Yeah, which again, he he's he plays second fiddle to uh, who's the the blonde. What's your ideal date? I would have to say April twenty fourth because it's not too hot, it's not too cold, and you only need a light jacket. <laughs> and he's just like just staring at her. Like, oh, okay. Which I think that that's actually coming up. Like whatever date she says, it is like upon us. 
he plays himself a lot. Well, because again, it's it's like these are things that I think he does in real life. So when you need somebody to do that in a movie, it only makes sense to have him do it. He played Sergeant T.J. Hooker in T.J. Hooker, the TV series. Yep, and I think I knew that because they make they make comments about that all the time. He's like, I was T.J. Hooker. But I mean, otherwise, it was. I mean, most of the stuff that I would know that he's from is all Star Trek stuff. Right. I so. think it's uh, really a, a lot of people. That's that's their William Shatner go to. First thing I thought of was Star Trek. I mean, no question. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, all right. So we already talked about like they could remake this movie in present time, but they'd have to like change certain aspects of it. Um, right. What do you what do you give this one? What's your what's your uh, what's your clicky clacky thing? Mm, I do really like this movie. Uh, but again, based on the, our sliding scale of can't put it in like the unbelievable tier of, uh, Oscar worthy movies. I mean, it's a solid three for me. It's, it's definitely, it's still yeah. on the level of, of remote dropper for me. So when it's on the remote goes down and I'm watching it, I don't care where in the movie it is. I was, I was right about a three, two, like a three also, sorry, not three. <laughs> Point. See, this is how you get yourself into trouble doing like fractional points in decimal places. Like, yeah, but like we you said have... three, two, and I I went three point two. Okay, fine. So uh, six point two, and you're like, no, no, three also. Oh, well, that just ruined it. Well, it didn't ruin it. It just made it more descriptive. Because <laughs> and here's the problem: you have to put you have to put in fractions because if we if we take a list of everything we, that we've ranked, we'd be like, how are these two movies both a six? That doesn't work. So you got to be able to differentiate a little bit. I get. I mean, it's it's fine to have tiebreakers. It's fine. I also think genres matter. A six for an action movie would be diff from like a six to that's a comedy. True. Do you know what I mean? So like they would be equally good, but in in totally different ways. Yeah, I mean, there there are there are there are a ton of things that you, I'm like combining. I don't know. It's a whole thing, but like I definitely definitely love this movie. Got to be the hair cotton feathered and beautiful. Like yeah. it's just. How did we not? How did we not touch that one yet? I listen to all of it. I listen right. every time Ben Stiller's on the TV, like I'm, I'm laughing my ass off between him, like him, him squatting and Michelle, the big, the big black dude, like standing behind him, like, like whispering in his ear, Oh, push it, push it up harder, push it, push it. Ah, 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 like, and then his muscles are shaking. You're like involuntary muscle spasms. Look at the show. Look at the show. It's like falling. Like he's utterly ridiculous. And again, the whole fat shaming thing. Uh, Michelle, add three pounds to the women's scales in the bathroom before you go home tonight. Like, right. <laughs> what? Hey, Globo Jim, we're better than you, and we know it, too. Right. It is just it, utterly absurd on so many different levels. And then, really, Peter LaFleur could not be any more of a polar opposite than White Goodman. Right. Like, what, what about that stripper gram you sent us for the Globo Year one-year anniversary? It was meant to be congratulatory. It was also a man. <laughs> it's just it's so it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, just that like kind of I don't want to say lethargic, but kind of like that just lethargic like humor, just like that. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Right. Well, he, he says it to to Christine Taylor. She's like, I, I'm just curious. Like, are you just this? Uh, do you just not care? Do you honestly have any goals in life? And he goes, You know what? I find if you have goals, then you might not reach it. But if you don't then you are never disappointed. And I got to tell you, it feels phenomenal. And she goes, wow, that actually kind of makes sense in a weird way. Like, I don't know what to do with that information. But she's like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, all right. right. Pretty, pretty spot on. Wisdom. Well, like he wakes up and like he tries to start his car and he's like, come on, baby. 
He's like rubbing the dashboard and it, it turns over on the first try and he's like, oh, it's going to be a good day. Right. Like his car turned over on the first try and that's like he's starting his day on the right foot. Should tell you right where he is in life. I mean, there are worse things, right? I guess. I listen. He seems relatively happy with who he is. I, I, I don't know. And, and that's and that's half the battle in life. Let's be honest. Right. It's, it's but, uh, listen. It's it's column A, column B. You gotta have a little bit of both. Like so, when he takes over at the end, right, and everything becomes average Joe's gym. Right. The, the whole the whole infomercial is really that's kind of what it's all about. Like, hey, listen, like we have a gym here. It's average Joe's gym. I'm here to tell you, you are fine just the way you are. But if you're interested in losing a couple pounds, getting a little healthier, and making some friends. Average Joe's might be the place for you. Like, like that's, that's a good message. You don't need to be an idiot or be a meathead. Right. You can just be like, I'd like to be a little healthier. Can I, can I have a, an environment that supports me? Want to just be a better I mean, person? I don't know. Let's be honest. He, this movie launched the planet fitness, planet fitness model. Right. Like the, the lunk alarm. Yeah. Like if you walk in with your cutoff shirts, kind of looking like a gym bro. Speaking of an alarm. Oh, must be somebody new. Wow, said, that is that was perfect timing. Somebody set off the lunk alarm on me. <laughs> there it is. Wow. <laughs> That's what you get for wearing denim jeans and cutoff tees. It's not a country concert. Sometimes you gotta wear denim jeans and cutoff jeans, bro. What <laughs> denim jeans and cutoff jeans? What the f- we gotta go. Tees. We gotta go. Tees. Um, second cup of coffee coming our way. Yeah, that's, that's getting to the bottom of this one. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Producers. Producers is part of the BACBP radio network, www.bacbp-radio.com. You can find us on social media, find us on Facebook, type in the Producers, like, follow, share, subscribe, check out all the other cool, awesome podcasts on the network as well. Uh, don't forget to duck or dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. And with that being said, uh, quote King, good to have you again, buddy. Got a good, yes, sir, we got a good thing going here. We got a good roll going. This is good. Well, we are on a roll. It is uh, Rolling Stone gathers no moss. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, as, as if we are ripped torn, we are on a tear. And uh, with that, wah, wah. yeah, and with that, <laughs> uh, that's a wrap. Hi, uh, I'm Dr. D. I'll be your attending physician today. Uh, what seems to be the problem? Doc, I, I, I don't know. I, I look around me and uh, at the world and everything. It just, it's just so weird. Well, how so? Everything's just so different. I don't know. I notice this stuff all the time. Hmm. Let's see. That seems pretty serious. But, uh, you know, there, there's really only one thing I can prescribe to you for you know, a time like this, and that's some common debauchery. What's that? Common Debauchery is a show about all the weirdness in life in 2021. It's sure to bring laughter to your life and help you get through. Tune in to Common Debauchery every Tuesday on the BICBP-radio network or dial it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Common Debauchery. The world's weird. Why not laugh about it?